What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy Joe and welcome to the Midrange Gist. This is an Instagram live podcast where we discuss difficult and thought-provoking relationship questions. If you want to get involved in these discussions, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at midrange underscore J-O. Lastly, don't forget to like, share and subscribe and you can find me on all your major platforms. So, the topic I'm talking about today is why is it so hard to find love nowadays? And I think this is a really good topic because a lot of people complain about it. They're always saying, oh, there's no good men out there or there's a, these women can't be trusted, all of this good stuff. And so I think personally, it's a good topic to talk about. And I have a bunch of reasons why this might be the case, you know, why people might find it hard to get in a relationship, why they might find it easy to get in a relationship. But for the most part, everybody's saying that it's really hard. So i say the first reason is that people are afraid of commitment. Like, that's just the main reason, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the relationship drama you see online, like, you see people talking about, like, a lonely's page. Usually you see, like, the raw, cold side of relationships. Like, it's not nice. Like, people are getting treated this way, left, right, and center. And so, if you're single, it could definitely make you feel like, you know, I'm not going to get in a relationship because this is very scary and like the chances of it going well is really low and I could get really embarrassed if like somebody just ends up like exposing me or something like that then you have the also the other idea that people don't just like the title because the title does add a different element to things because I feel like um sometimes when you add a title people feel like they have to behave a certain way so if somebody was just like um somebody was talking to you was in a relationship with them then it may feel like you know i can be chill i can just relax but then the second they get that title that relationship title they start moving different they feel like entitled to your time entitled to seeing you entitled to maybe your clothes wearing your clothes eating your food so there's that layer that people don't want people don't want that consistency or that confinement that like once I'm in a relationship, there's a certain kind of behavior I have to follow or certain kind of conditions I have to follow. And I think it's a justifiable reason not to um, not to want to get in a relationship. And also one of the reasons why people find it hard to find love. But um, I feel like if you meet somebody that's really genuine, you shouldn't have this disposition about yourself. That becomes now a personal problem because you're now affecting your opportunity of finding love because you're scared of commitment or you're scared of being in a situation that has rules but it shouldn't be a problem because you know you're with somebody that you like um i feel like relationships another reason why people are like scared to um you know try love or accept love is because it's risky business you know what i'm saying you're trying to get in a relationship with somebody and there's a very high chance you guys may break up you see what I'm saying? Especially, let's say, if you was, like, 21, 22. You know, you have a whole life ahead of you. Anything could change, you know? Like, these kind of... Like, a young relationship like that might not last. Maybe if you're, like, 25, 26. Still, that relationship might not last either. But um, that fear of figuring out that... Or coming to realise that... You may be with the person you might marry. Or you may be with the person that's going to be a worst heartbreak is a painful feeling to be in. So some people are like, why am I putting myself through this whole stress? Why don't I just not talk to anybody altogether and then I can just avoid this whole heartbreak thing? And I think that um, 
that's a big reason why people can't find love. They're blocking their own blessings. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying that anybody shouldn't get in a relationship. Like, I'm not saying that relationships is not for anyone because of heartbreak. But what I am saying is that, like, I'm trying to give, like, a balanced point of view. I think that people should take the bold approach. Definitely try it. If you get your heart broken, so what? You bounce back. You learn, you know what I'm saying? You enjoyed your life. Just face face yourself and figure out why you're so scared of commitment. Is it because, you know, um, you got your heart broken in the past and, you know, you don't want that to happen again? Or is it that you have friends that are speaking negatively and telling you, oh, uh, maybe I'm the same because I'm a man, right? Men, uh, men ain't shit or men ain't no good. Or you have men telling you that, oh, women ain't on shit. You know, these like women are for the screens. All that kind of talk that they talk about, innit? <coughs> you need to figure out what's, what's your fear? What's holding you back? And then you need to kind of unpack that. I think once you know what the problem is, what's holding you back, then you can begin to understand, you know, um, how you can address the problem. Like, is it, do you need to read books? If you're not somebody that likes reading books, can you listen to a podcast? Can you um, read YouTube? Can you listen to YouTube videos? Can you try and surround yourself with people that actually are um, in good relationships and they can actually show you what it's like to actually maintain a good relationship? Like small things like that can really help your situation and allow you to have a different perspective on the idea of love and, you know, um, I don't know, accepting somebody into your life, basically. Um, I'll say the second reason. Is that you have a lifestyle that just doesn't support the idea of a relationship, love, all of that stuff. And this is a standard fact. Like, like there doesn't even need to be no discussion about this. This is just a standard fact because I can speak from personal experience. I play basketball, right? And we had practice in the morning. Um, after practice, I'd need to ice my knees. After I ice my knees, I'd have to go to class. Um, this is in university, right? Go to class. Um, after class, um, we'll have another practice. I'd have to do my homework. I have to watch film so that I know where I went wrong and how to improve my game. It's like seven things, eight things to do every day. You know what I'm saying? And you want to make you want to make the team. You want to be in the top, top five, top six players on the team to actually get good minutes. So it's a constant hustle, and the idea of entertaining a relationship when you have something as serious as that any distraction seems like it's too much to take like it doesn't make sense to get into a relationship at that time so when people say i don't have the time for it i, I understand what they mean because the dream is bigger than all of this lovey-dovey stuff like that stuff on the loves thing can can wait on the side because you know you have a bigger more important um decision to make right now there's also the fact that um, you may have like family members that might be like, when you're going to marry, oh, there's no girlfriend, there's no boyfriend in your life, depending on your, um, you know, what you go for, innit? Um, and so you have to figure out like, what do you want? And don't let anybody pressure you. But on the other hand, innit? Because I think that like a lot of the time, people just say, oh, I'm busy. Like, um, I'm focused on my career, I'm focused on my dreams, you know, that's why I can't be in a relationship. When you just don't want that person, like, you really don't want to be in a relationship with that person because I do think that 
the things that matter you will make time for and i feel like whether you play basketball whether you're a politician whether you're the president of the united states if you get your time management on check you can make time for so much things like that relationship that you said you can't make time for you can make time for it but you just got bad time management do you see what i'm saying because let's be real let's say you want to be um a basketball player like or you want to be a footballer there are footballers out there that are better than you at whatever your profession is and they have a wife and that wife is happy and feels like they're getting enough attention so for you to kind of make that excuse that you don't have time on focusing on my career kind of don't hit like that because there's people out there that are doing doing better than you with more responsibility than you and they're able to maintain a relationship and do what they're doing so it's up to you in it you know what i'm saying it like for me it's like it's kind of like an excuse but I do recognize that I was somebody that made that excuse before. And now that I'm more grown and I think maybe it's got to do with the fact that I'm, I'm more efficient at the things I do, that I need to spend less time doing it. So that's why I maybe have more time to, um, what's the word? More time to entertain a relationship or something like that. Could be that, do you know what I'm saying? Another reason why you can't, why people find it hard to find love nowadays is that you have too many options. It's an NSG thing, you know what I'm saying? There's just way too many options. And it's like, it reminds me of like, you know when, um, it's like when women are like, oh my days, there's a fly here, oh my gosh. When women say, oh, you know, um, I don't have anything to wear. But then you go into their cupboard and they've got like 10, 10, why am I talking about 10? They've got a bunch of clothes in their cupboard, basically. So the question is, do you not have any clothes to wear or do you have too many clothes to wear? That's the thing. And so I think, yeah, what happens is that when you have too many options, you become overwhelmed. You're like, because you don't know who to pick from. Secondly, you also have the problem whereby you don't have enough time to analyze each person and figure out what what can this one person give me or show me that is really going to, you know, make me make that decision that I really want them. And I think that's the that's the biggest problem with options. And um yeah, if you're like one of them people that's a ten out of ten, you know, drop dead gorgeous, or you're one of them people that has mad charisma, you might be in that situation where you might have like I I I said this question on my um story today. Like you could end up in a situation where you have two people that are both perfect for you. And so now you're in a situation where like how do I pick between the two? Like maybe you're just dating, trying to figure out what you want. And then it's now narrowed down to two people and you can't figure out for the life of you, who am I going to choose out of these two people? So you end up in a situation like that. And that's when it becomes tough. And so I decided to ask that question because I thought it would be interesting to see what people say. I think the best answer I got was um, just take your time. And the one who's willing to be there for you will stay the longest. But then again, it's kind of shaky. I don't think that you should make people wait on purpose if you feel like you really like them. But then there's also the fact that somebody else said that you should trust your gut feeling. So those are two things. But yeah, too many options. And you get into a situation where you have like paralysis of analysis. So I think that's a, um, a good reason. Mindful Reality Check said, I think another reason is that people are pouring out too much energy into finding someone to complete them instead of understanding that you have to become the person you wish to attract. Word. Facts. 
you know, I'm actually going to talk about that point in a bit, but that is actually a fair point. Um, but I actually have a small kind of counter to that. So I want to see what you think about that, innit? But um, let me go back to this point that I was going to make. Um, your standards are way too high. You know what I'm saying? Your standards are in the sky. Like, I think that this is going to rub people the wrong way, innit? But I think that, personally speaking, you can have high standards. You can you can say, oh, I want a man that's six foot. Or you can be a man that says, I want a woman that's curvaceous. I want a woman that's um, um, submissive. I want a woman that's willing to help me ride or die woman. This, this and that. But, um, what's the word? You can't expect any of these things, yeah? Just to come on the first day. I feel like you you have to find people that have the right raw material. You're like a builder. You have to find a person who has the right raw material. Then, with that raw material, you have to build them into what you want. I think this is a, a role that men have to take on and women have to take on too. So you might meet a woman, you know, she might have her, 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 her shit together in, in a sense, but you can help her develop her, uh, herself way more than what she she's at already. And the woman can do that for the man too. But I feel like everybody's seen all the painful relationship problems that's going on everyone's talking about red flags this this and that nobody's perfect everybody in a, everybody has insecurities everyone has problems it's just that some people are better hiding it than other people that everyone has problems you're not going to meet somebody that doesn't have problems you're going to get into a relationship and sooner or later you're going to figure out oh this person needs help in this way or this person needs help in that way and i think yeah what people don't realize is that in that insecurity that that person may have or that lack of perfection that that person may have that's an opportunity for you to come in and be somebody that works with them through that like obviously it's not your responsibility but it's nice to see that like i sometimes say this to my girlfriend like when we first like when we first got together and now there's so much of a bigger difference in her from then till now obviously it wasn't my responsibility but i made a, I had a vested interest in ensuring that like she pushes further in whatever she wants to do and it's nice to see that she's at a different level and i contributed to that and i try i helped her out and um motivated her to kind of do the things she wants to do so i feel like it's in that lack of imperfection that you can um somewhat find what you um what your purpose is you know what i'm saying because somebody's perfect why are you there you can't help them there's no there's nothing there's nothing for you to bring to the table. They don't need you. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't need you. I think um, kind of like an additional point on that is like, um, are you the type of person your standard wants? So you, you're. it's okay to say you like whatever you like. You can like whatever you like, have your standards or whatsoever. But if you met that person, would that person, if that person, if you ask that person, what's your standards? Would they say, would their standards be you or would it not be you? Because I feel like a lot of the time we focus on what we want, but we don't focus on what we can give. And I feel like if we spent more time focusing on like what assets or attributes do we have that are attractive to somebody else, the the part of what we want will be fulfilled much easier. I think there was a quote and it said something like, if you help five people, you would be the sixth person that they help or something like that. I can't remember how it goes, but... My thing is, if you bring, if you, if you're bringing enough to the table, then you should be able to find the person that's bringing the same amount. And if you don't, don't sit at that table. 
just don't sit at that table. It's simple as that. Like, do not sit at that table. Um, I think the next thing... Oh, bro, I'm, I'm on IG Live. I'm on IG Live, bro. Um, the next thing is... Um, what was I going to say? Little brother got me off cue for a second. Um, people are finding it harder to have in-person conversations. So I feel like social media has created this new kind of um, dating scene or new kind of paradigm where it's like you you have a situation whereby you can just slide in some... You, first of all, you're seeing somebody's whole lifestyle from about five, six pictures, a few reels or a few highlights on their page and maybe their story, right? Whereas before you had to go up to people and be like, hey, what's up? You know, how you doing? This, this and that. And you had to engage in like a proper conversation and so things were much harder and what it la- what it did is that it didn't allow people to reach a certain level without you without them winning you over do you see what i'm saying so like now you see men that can chat to like 10 out of 10s in my opinion and they just need to say a corny little pickup line and they're good to go whereas back in the day you would have to walk up to the girl speak to her she'd have to like what you're saying and then um should give you a chance. You see what I'm saying? So, why I think this has made it harder for people to find love is that it's it's harder to find love because it's easier to get it's easier to get sex. It's easier to get meet people. It's easier just to get different options. And so, it kind of ties back to the the other problem I was having is like it's not hard anymore like to talk to women. It's not hard for women to talk to men have always been easy anyway, but it's not hard to talk to um it's not hard to talk to women. Like before it was much harder like you wasn't available no one could message you no one could get through to you it's only if they see you they're lucky but now it's a whole different situation everyone's for everyone and it's like that's what's making it hard like there's no exclusivity if that's the right word i'm using to allow you to kind of separate yourself from that and i feel like if you if you're off social media then you can't connect with people so it's just hard man it's just hard. I think another fear that comes with like um, relationships, finding love or accepting love is like people people are taking breakups bad nowadays. Like I'm sure everyone's seen Sleep Bay, you know. This guy is literally having the best sleep of his life and everyone's seen his face. <laughs> and it's like, it's embarrassing, you know what I'm saying? Like whilst I think, you know, the, the woman did what she had to do you know what i'm saying like she felt like she was being disrespected she did what she did i mean i wouldn't do that but everyone to each their own but my point is this is another reason why people can be fearful to jump in relationships because it's like i can jump in a relationship fall in love with you and then share intimate parts of who i am as a person and then the second you get mad at me or we don't work out um you now go and expose me on social media and don't get me wrong I think that there's a certain way you should act when you're in a relationship. But um, even good guys get exposed, you know what I'm saying? Good guys get exposed, good women get exposed too. And so I think that risk of all your shit being exposed on social media, it doesn't make it fun to want to get fall in love because what if it goes wrong and then you end up being a meme or something like that? You're exposed on the line. It's not fun. Then you also have the fact that... Um, what, what what do you do now when you want to jump in a new relationship? You jump in a new relationship and they say, oh, you're that guy 
that was sleeping on social media or like your sleep bay or something like that. It's not fun. Your name is cancelled for a long time. And that is another reason why I think social media has made it so hard for people to fall in love because it's like, if it doesn't work out, everyone knows. So this is why you have people that, you have women that are posting their man and putting emoji on his face because it's like, if it doesn't work out, at least you don't know who it was. And for women, it's the same kind of thing. I say for men, it's the same kind of thing. Don't want to post your partner because some woman, somebody might come to you as a, um, might come to you and say, oh, I know that girl, this, is and that. It's just not fun. It's just not fun. Next thing. I think another reason why it's hard to find love is that you um, you still have feelings for your ex. Your ex is still is still an important somebody in your life. Do you understand? So um, I think it's it's fair game. It happens. Like you, you, if you just got out of a relationship, literally just now, you still have feelings for your ex. You're not over that. Do you know what I'm saying? So you need the right amount of time to break up, um, heal, spend time with yourself. Um, and just reflect on the whole relationship as a whole. What did you do wrong? What did you do right? You know what I'm saying? And so I think once, if you're not able to get over that st- um, that positioning of you um, loving your ex or figuring out why you guys didn't work out, you're not going to be able to accept any new love in your life. There's also the fact that you may be waiting for your ex to accept you back because you think that there's going to be a future between you and him. And that's another thing that happens. It's real talk, you know. Maybe you guys split up because you guys are trying to figure yourself out. But um, that happens, you know what I'm saying? I want to ask some of you in the, in the comments a question. Do you think that closure is actually just a way for people to just meet each other and end up having sex again? Or closure leads to reopening? Like, in my opinion, I feel like when people say they want closure... They just, it's a reason for you to see the person that you miss, that you're not with anymore. Then what usually happens is you end up seeing each other, you guys talk maybe a good 30 minutes, and then after that, you guys start lipsing or something like that, and then you're back at square one again. So I just want to know what you guys think because just an interesting thought of mine that I wanted to know. Anyways, next point you don't love yourself. So, mindful reality, mindful reality check. This is what I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> and I thought that it was a fair point. Yeah, it's definitely tricky. It's a tricky one still. But um I feel like not loving yourself is a is 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 a um is a big one. And I and I say this because because of this. I don't think, yeah, that you have to be perfect to love yourself. But if you do love yourself, you have to love the bad and the good about yourself. So maybe um, you're amazing, I don't know, you're amazing scientist, you're well-renowned, people know you for being successful, adding contributions to the scientific community, all that good stuff. But then you have maybe some insecurities, like you might have, um, you don't like the way your face looks, or you don't like the way your hair looks, you don't like how tall you are, something like that. It's the ability to learn how to love the good and bad about yourself that I think makes like it makes the idea of loving yourself so important because I feel like when you um when you love the good and bad about yourself, you're able to say when you're able to love the good and bad about yourself and also be willing to work on yourself too, 
the responsibility of improving yourself doesn't rely on anybody else. So when you're in a situation like that, if you do get into a relationship, it's not going to become the next person's burden to fix the things you don't like about yourself because you're already working on that. That's not their problem. You already love yourself, but you're aware of what you need to work on. So when you get into that relationship, that partner will be able to see that you care about yourself and you want to better yourself and you want to do more for yourself. Now, if they want to help you out, that's another thing, but it's not mandatory that they help you out. It's just an additional benefit to it. And so I think when people say, oh, um, you need to love yourself, I think um, people need to recognise that you need to love the good and bad about yourself and also be willing to work on yourself too. And when you have that kind of shift or that kind of, not that shift, but that kind of mindset, it's okay to jump into a relationship. You don't have to be 100% perfect. You can't be 100% perfect. Everyone's out here lying. People still have insecurities. Everybody, like, they're just hiding it really well. But what you, what, what I think people need to do is that they need to have, like, a, um, a growth mindset, a mindset where they're trying to always improve themselves. And once you have that, then you'll be fine. You'll be fine to get in a relationship. But just don't put the burden of your self-improvement on anybody else because that's when it seems as though you're getting into a relationship because there's a lack of something inside of you because you don't want to do the work for yourself. It's almost like being lazy. Do you see what I'm saying? It doesn't, it's not a cool way to be. Um, this is going to be a controversial one, but I want to see what you guys think, innit? Um, the reason why some people find it hard to find love, yeah, is because their sexual needs are not being met. I feel like this is a strange one and I think I might ask this question on my story, innit? Some people, um, um, some people make having an orgasm, the, like the person they have an orgasm with, synonymous with their dream partner. Do you see what I'm saying? Because the reason why I say this is because some people will leave a guy that's perfect, got a nice job, um, God-fearing, splash a gangster, all of them funny little nuances that you want, but struggles in the bedroom to give you what you want. Now, I'm not saying you should stay with somebody if you don't feel sexually satisfied. But what I am saying is that it seems like that's a deal breaker. So it doesn't matter what he may have, all the auxiliary things that he may have that are good and important. If he doesn't know how to put down in the bedroom, then, you know, you can't really give him a chance. So, um... I think that's another way you could avoid love. Like, you, that's why you're missing out on love. Like, maybe you could teach him, you know, what he needs to learn. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you could help him out. But you don't feel like he, you want to help him out because you want a perfect package man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not easy. Like, nobody's going to figure out who exactly. Explore toys. Do something different. Like, not everybody's going to understand your body. Like, <coughs> maybe it, it requires a bit more than a bit more than him to... <laughs> to get you going um i also think that like yeah that's true yeah that's true sometimes there is a bit too there is only so much you can teach but um how about this then because i think that another element to this is that people do be masturbating in it and i think that this my opinion this is just my opinion in it mid-range joe's opinion in it that um, takes away the excitement or the um, what's the word I'm looking for it takes away the novelty in, in actually doing the real thing do you know what I'm saying like if you've got a toy that's like um, 
doing like a thousand vibrations in a minute and it's hitting you right on the spot that you want well what what the hell is a guy gonna do for you that's gonna match that speed like this is man versus machine machine is always gonna win so it comes to a point where like these guys can't give me anything that um these guys can't give me these guys can't give me what these machines can give me do you understand and then the guy on the other side side could be you know working his hand and he just might be like i mean i could talk to a girl but it would just i could just spend time on my own you know quick two minutes and i'll just you know go ahead and finish the deal so i feel like both parties could be flopping each other's bag by um trying to add things that are inanimate objects you know what i'm saying Similar to point, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And people do it though. I, I I get where you're coming from, but people do compare. Like they be like, oh, I don't need no man. I got this toy. Or guys be like, you know what I'm saying? Bundy's women, I can just use my right hand. Like it's real talk. Um, I'd say the last thing, this is the last point I was going to make before I dip out. Um, we're all unique human beings, innit? So at the very at the very basis of it yeah um it's a bit like each of us are a puzzle piece we're all made uniquely with our own little nuances even even if you live in a household with a sibling you and that sibling are actually totally different you might like um you might like doing mathematics they might like doing science you know, you might find out your other sibling likes doing um i don't know history or psychology or something like that but the reason why I'm trying to raise this point is that like everyone is unique and because of that that's why it's so hard to find love because it's really hard to find somebody who is the best fit for your puzzle piece so maybe you might find a few people that kind of fit your um, your puzzle piece so you're putting a piece on it but it's not exactly fitting and I think that's what people need to come and realise that like yeah we have things in common yeah you know you might you might meet somebody and both of you are black you know what i'm saying or you might meet somebody somebody both of you are nigerian or you might meet somebody both of you play the same sport you two are in the um, same course in school or you two um have the same friend group so you can have certain commonalities or certain things in common but that might not be enough like sometimes just find that exact person that is able to fit who you are as a person comes a dime and a dozen like it might not even be in your country it might be that you might need to do a pen pouting and then meet somebody that's in a different country and then they will be best fitted to you so um i do consider that and i think that um a lot of people should consider that's why it's hard it's, it's hard on purpose because you're unique you're like one in seven million people so in order for you to find the right one it's going to be kind of hard you see what i'm saying and the right one that you might want just a little curveball might be in a relationship so maybe you need to go and talk to somebody else and then they're going to figure out what's going on with them maybe you don't even know your dream person they break up they go on their soul searching whatever then they find you and you two find each other then you two talk about your past and then you two have this kind of wonderful um wonderful moment together figure out what you want and then boom there's a love in it but yeah that's all the points i had it's a quick one quick 35 minute one that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to keep all of these short from now on i'm not trying to do the whole one hour segment thing but i hope that gave like a 
robust idea of why I think that it's so hard to find love nowadays. Like you have to just summarize, you have um let me just summarize this real quick. I'll just go over the main points again. Main points, afraid of commitment. Um you feel like your lifestyle doesn't support it. So you, you're too busy, you know, with your career. Third point, you have too many options. You're not ready to settle down. Fourth point, your standards are, are way too high for no reason. Fifth point, people are finding it harder and harder to have in-person conversations. And that's because of social media and what's going on with that. Um, kind of 5B, like, sub point. People are taking their breakups to social media, so they're exposing people, basically. Six point, you still have feelings for someone you ain't in a relationship with anymore, so like your ex. Then um, you don't love yourself. Eighth point, you feel like your sexual expectations are not being met. And then the last point is that you're a unique human being, so only, only one person or a few people can fit what is that you need in order to have love. So that's it, man. I'll see you guys next week. I'll make a few snippets of this. I'll post on my IG. Jump on my um my IG questions. Send your responses. Put them up on the story. Those things get lit. So thanks for doing it, man. I'll see you guys in a bit.